Rone Geeks proudly presents Gerg on these balls. In the following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves. They may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Grunting Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's episode, we're going to break down the NFL Conference Championship game and what happened. We're going to break down the Super Bowl predictions, everything going on pertaining to that. We've got another segment of NFL's best team all time. Tony was tasked with the Packers. I was tasked with the Buccaneers. Be sure to follow your QR codes to your respective pages. Be sure to like and subscribe. Be sure to check us out on anchor.fm slash Geeks for the audio-only version if you don't want to look at us, which I'm not offended by. But be sure to like and subscribe that so you get notified every time we do something new on there. And our new affiliate. Check out Trendy LED Products. And when you check out, use promo code Geeks for 25% off your purchase. Our first affiliate. Without further ado, we have the internet still sucks, Tony, and the other guy, Brent. How ought we doing this evening, sir? I'm good. <laughs> internet still sucks. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the internet, it's, it's still pretty bad for you because you, you just thought you were about to fix it and be on the road to glory of high-speed internet, which... Even I don't have. And what happens? Oh, this is not my job. I have to call somebody else to come do it. Oh, delegation. Find the bottom man of the totem pole. He's working the hardest. Isn't that just fantastic? For the start of the show, I just wanted to get out a fun fact about one of your SEC rivals before we got into anything major trending. You know that 2008 Florida Gators team that won the BCS National Championship? Out of the 121 players on that roster, that. 41 of them have been arrested. So, a third of that program ooh, ooh, ooh. is not doing good. So, yeah, Tebow was that apparently holding Hernandez, everything right? together. <laughs> that, that includes Aaron Hernandez, right? Oh, that is definitely including double homicide himself, Aaron Hernandez. That is, he was a weird, weird guy. And uh, if he didn't play for my team, I would uh, disassociate him even further than I already do because what he did was atrocious. Did you say 41? 41 of 121 players. Yeah. That is a... Uh, Let's put this in, into perspective. There are 53 people on a football team, on an NFL football team. They got 41 people. You couldn't field the team. No, you got 12 guys. You technically <laughs> could field a team, but everyone would have to play every position of every down of yeah. the entire game, which would be hilarious like to watch. It's not high school, subs. man. It's like, you got one sub. Oh, my God. Because you got 12 players. You got one dude to sub in and out. That's it. Hopefully, you got some size somewhere. You're just going to have I mean, a you really can always day. play with. You can always play 10 on offense and 10 on defense and have two subs. You can always do that. Yeah. But most people want to play with the, statist- the statistical advantage. I mean, it wouldn't. But I mean, so. Nah. Tebow would have been like their only good player left. So, that. that I'm, not <laughs> sure, I'm not sold on him. I'm pretty sure he's done something. <laughs> At some point in time, sold his soul somewhere. Good old Tebowing. Back when people weren't offended when you took a knee. Nobody's voice is. Nobody's voice is that monotone. Shit. I'm Tim Tebow. Nobody's voice and is that I monotone. Like they did water. They like. It is good Hello. for you. He's like the most. I mean, seriously, that's exactly what it is. That was scary. You remember his uh, promo right, speech for that Heisman? It was the most monotone leadership yes. talk I've ever heard. <laughs> There will never be another quarterback who works as Everybody hard as I do. Asleep. Okay, cool. Whatever. Moving on. You lost. All right, for the NFL Conference Championship game, where would you like to start? AFC, NFC? Well, I'm anti-Tampa Bay. We know that because they are a division rival, so let's start with Kansas City, and I hope they win. 
Of course you do. You could root for your Mahomie. Mm-hmm. What did you see in that game? And as far as our analysis was for attacking for either team, who executed? I think Kansas City did what they were supposed to do, and they shut down Josh Allen. He was in, inconsequential in that entire game. He looked like a pretty average quarterback. He did now look like he was unproved, but we already know that that's not true. It's just they the Chiefs just, had a great game plan. And they did it. Because what, their defensive they coordinator did. is Steve Spagnola out there in yep. Kansas City? He when knows he how to get it done. On, when he put his shades on, he good. Yeah. He needs to wear those shades 24-7 then because that defense has been ass all year and they decided to show up for one so. game and get it done. So. And everybody's like, oh, Stephon Diggs is doing this. He can't do this. Why is Stephon Diggs not helping? Are you looking at the quarterback? He's running for his life. He's he's on the ground. He can't throw the ball to Stephon Diggs when he's falling. Because Josh Allen is super, super mobile for a white quarterback. However, however mobile you are, even quarterbacks like Vic or Lamar Jackson got taken down regularly. Mm-hmm. You can be the so. most elusive turd in the world. Eventually, you're going down. It ain't happening. So hats, hats off to Kansas City. Whatever package I mean, that, that they had on defense was working. Honey Badgers, wherever he needed to be, he did his thing. Now they're going to have a problem with Tampa, though. But remember, I picked Kansas City for the AFC. I forget who I picked in the AFC. Uh, yeah, we'll have to go back and dig through the archives to figure out who had what. Um, I think you're the only one who had 50% at least for the Super That's Bowl. Fine. So. That means I win again. Yeah, yeah, everything's about winning with you. Either way, your Falcons didn't win a whole hell of a lot this year anyway. They won four games. Oh, that's cute. Three teams did worse than them. We weren't the worst team. (laughs) (laughs) It's sad when you have to be compared to the Jets. That's fine. Or the Jaguars. We could have beat the Jaguars. Or the Texans who don't even have anybody left in their organization that wants to play for them. (laughs) It's a lot of teams we should have beat this year, but Dan Quinn... Was the reason why for the first half of the season? The second half, you guys just sucked. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we won most of our games, and we won all our games. You <laughs> <laughs> went five hundred for the second half of the season. We did great. You talking about we had the Bucks twice, the Saints twice, Kansas City, and we still won four games with that gauntlet. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like I don't know how we did this, but we, we lost did. To the Bear. We lost to the Bears for no reason. We lost to them. Uh, Didn't you get lit up by Trubisky? No, it was a good game. We just defense couldn't stop nobody. We lost like well, we got stomped by the Seahawks. Okay, I give them that one. Got stomped by the Packers. Okay, I give them that one. Yeah, because I mean the Packers made all the way championships, so it's not like the rest of the rest of them games we lost. We should have won them. You talking about Dallas? We lost because they forget that you can recover an onside kick before ten yards. They forgot that everybody, even Julio, he was standing around looking. No, Julio. How far are you falling this year? All right, get back on. That was my problem. I'm sorry. I went off tangent. You got me ranting. (sighs) I don't even know how he did that one. But as far as keys to the game go, um, I said the key was to get Travis Kelsey involved because I didn't believe in Buffalo's linebackers. Kelsey had 11 catches. That's about as involved as involved gets. For like 700 yards. He put up like 120 with a touchdown. And then Tyreek Hill wasn't quiet either, so... You know, that's just a bad recipe. You want both those boys to be quiet or but they you gotta take at least one of them. Yeah. You gotta not stop one of them from doing it. You can't have them both just doing what they want. It's not you can't beat them like that. No, you can't just ignore the fastest receiver in the league and you can't just ignore the best tight end in the league. Like I'm glad you said that. The guy on Tampa Bay challenged uh Scotty Miller, the white 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 slot receiver, yep. He said he's faster. Ridiculous. No way. Didn't the only person that the can challenge Tyreek is Marquise Goodwin. That's it. And Marquise yeah. Goodwin would still get smoked. Didn't Tyreek put on the fastest mile per hour this year, like twice? <laughs> and he was—he didn't even have the ball both times. I think he almost hit 30 miles an hour both times. So I'm like, dude, who are you? It's like no Why human being should move 30 miles an hour, period. Let so, alone wearing pads. Imagine how fast he is without pads. That way you're ass listen, down. I, I, I say this. Because back in the day, they used to have these competitions. The fat NFL's fastest man, they used to have these competitions. Make it happen. Once the Super Bowl's over, y'all race. You saw that Before your boy y'all... with the jersey behind you, Dion, said he wanted to be part of that race? Dion entered it a couple times. 
Dion was fast he, though. He's fucking fast. He was. It's just now, not so much. I want to say Hester got it one time. Uh, Chris Johnson got it a couple times. Oh, that CJ two K. Yeah, that little fool was just speed. Daryl Green back in the day, and he knew how to lay a hat. Was a scary thing. Daryl Green, when he played for Washington at forty years old, was the NFL's fastest man at forty. <laughs> You know, I don't he know why they don't do that everybody. more often. Because people ripping the ACLs because, honestly, athletes today aren't durable like athletes then. They're not. They're not. I would try and argue, but, like, after what Mahomes did, I've got nothing. Cause, I mean, uh, look at um softest tackle ever, but injured. The senior bowl, uh, Georgia's defensive end, Herring, just tore his ACL in, in drill. Tore his ACL. Hmm. In drill. So basically, he just ruined his whole draft stock trying to improve his draft stock. Yeah, because he was, I want to say, early second, late, I mean, late second, early So now third, he's like a fourth maybe. or fifth, so he just cost himself like hundreds six. of thousands of dollars. He might be a six because he can't play this year. He just did it. He's out for the year. Oh, wow. And then you got to think, that's another year to recuperate. E- Shit, he might have to be a walk-on. Walk-on in the NFL is no joke. <laughs> you can do it, though. You might just have to go to the XFL and, you know, recoup value because they'll be up and running shortly with, you know, yeah. The Rock as El Presidente. So that'll be okay. that'll be a thing. Um, Yeah, all the keys of the game panned out. We were both absolutely right. You got to cover at least one man. And I mean, you th- the way the Bills have been playing prior to that, you thought they were world beaters and then they got the world beaten out of them. But I told you what happened. Got to do it. Josh Allen has to keep playing at that level. He did not. He couldn't. So they went back to being the second best team in their division. Yeah, the thing about that was that Stephon Diggs was the only player for the Buffalo Bills that remained on the field to watch the Chiefs celebrate. Because he wanted it. That's kind of what that tells literally anybody who's been. If you've ever played sports and you stand on the field after a loss... You're just that's, staring that, at the field. That's hurt. That is genuine hurt. And it's hunger and desire. Which but it's his first year. Next year he go him and Josh should have better chemistry next year. And their chemistry this year was already amazing. Because I mean Imagine if they could get a nice solid running game going. If they get Najee, my God. Hey, first of all, don't do that because that's what I want. No, we're not getting Najee with the fourth overall pick. No, 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 no. He's not falling in the second round. No, 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 no. Do Bill Belichick. Get get, get, to, get somebody in the, at four, Mika Parsons, <coughs> since we're going three, four. <coughs> three, four. You need four linebackers. And then trade back in to get Najee. You don't have any assets that I would consider viable for moving up in the first round. Uh, Three, four, and a second next year. Give me that 15th pick. Yep. Nah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll be drafting high because you guys will suck again next year, but no. Yeah, in fact, I'll say I'll give you my two this year. I would need a first to get back into the first. I need a two. I'll give you my two this year, my two and third next year, and my third year after that. Either way, we're doing couch potato GMs, which we're not supposed to be doing on this particular show. That's your fault. No, I was talking about Stephon Diggs, and you want to talk about trade picks. You said Najee. You know that's my trigger. You get really excited for those Alabama running backs. And wide receivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you see someone from Alabama in the draft, you're like, ooh, mine. Mine. Take, you can take mine. shit. You can take Mac Jones with that second pick. <laughs> no. <Around>. No. <laughs> he excelled in the Alabama system. Let him Let's sit behind get... Ryan. Let him sit behind Ryan for two years. That's fine. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely dismissed. <laughs> Zero chance of success. All right, Nick, keep going. Stop making us distracted. But, uh, yeah, Stephon Diggs is the first player in league history to lead the league in yards, receptions, and touchdowns in the regular season to come back and do it again in the playoffs. All the way up till you know, last week where he got outshined because, you know, Mahomes is otherworldly, and we all thought he'd be playing hurt, and, well, apparently hurt for him means 370 yards passing. So Right. That's that's a whole different kind of beast. Imagine if he was healthy, it'd be like 500 yards against that defense, which is doable. He is doable. 
But that NOC title game, what did you feel about everything pertaining to that? I don't I don't think Green Bay was who we thought they were. I think they just had some good games because Tampa literally walked all over them. They did what they wanted. But of course we already said Tom Brady in the playoffs is a different animal than Tom Brady in the regular season. Tom Brady's been otherworldly come playoff time. Regular season, you beat him. He'll remember that, but he's going to get you later. I asked the Saints how that felt. (laughs) Uh, Because they they skull drug Tom Brady twice. Yeah, because the crazy thing is we're always talking shit about the Packers defense saying Aaron Rodgers doesn't get enough help. The Packers defense intercepted Russell Wilson four times and Tom Brady three times. They lost. How do you turn the ball over three times and lose and still lose? Well, you get three turnovers still lose. And then instead of, you know, going with Aaron Rodgers on fourth down, nah, we're going to kick a field goal. We're going to give the ball, GOAT plenty uh-uh. of ammunition on that. I don't I don't see a problem with that. You want to know why? Please because don't tell me you're going to say analytics. Uh-uh. The play before that, on the third and goal, Rodgers had nine yards in front of him. Where nobody was standing. Yeah, I sent you the picture. I was like, there's a whole yellow arrow pointing to freedom. I've seen him run a lot further than nine yards. That's an easy touchdown for him to run. Because his mobility is criminally underrated at 37. So let's let's, let's look at the coach and what he's thinking. Okay, well, if we don't score here, the game is gone. We have zero chance. So let's get some points. Let's get a stop. Get the ball back and try this again. So you either walk away with no points or you walk away with three points. This may just be me talking, but for who I am, when the game's on the line and I know who's on the other sideline, I'm going for it. I have the MVP of the league at quarterback. I have the best wide receiver in the game at wide receiver. Dial up a best play for that and make it happen. Aaron Rodgers just showed you that his mind was not in that game on that one play. Because any other game, he runs that without even thinking. He, he runs, does the pump fake, and goes on into the touchdown. That's any game he's been in. Why he didn't do it that time, I don't know. Was he trying to pad somebody else's stats instead of his own? He still would have got a touchdown. So you're saying Rodgers got into choked. his own head I'm saying and he lost choked. it. <laughs> I'm saying he choked. I said it. Oof, coming hard for the league's MVP this year. Doesn't matter. He could be the MVP. He still choked. Yeah, facts are facts. That's, that's an easy touchdown. And you want to know another crazy stat about Green Bay's wide receivers? Mm, what? For all the Green Bay's Packers wide receivers not named Devontae Adams, they've got that's 167 over. targets and 16 okay. drops. Devontae has 170 targets. Only two drops. <laughs> I guess that. I guess that. I didn't even know. Yeah, good job. Devontae's just that dude. I guess. I mean, that's that's who he is. I mean, at this point in time, can we say he's the best wideout in the game? Because there's a whole bunch of receivers who've been tweeting their top five lists, and they're pretty yeah, bad. That. They're pretty bad. Like, why is Julio still up there for everybody? It's just it's just name recognition. I mean, that's, that's old head respect. Like, this is a now league. Julio's going to go down Cal- as one of the best to do it. But right Cal- now, Ridley no. Way better. Yeah. Way better. Because right now, Devontae always... and DeAndre and Diggs, I think, are yeah. in a class by themselves. I would say those are top three right now. Right now. And, like, you can have argument for uh, Ridley or Metcalf or a couple other up-and-comers on the way, but... The top three is the top three. What are you? Don't worry about me. I'm always worried about you. Someone has to be. But Tampa Bay came out with the W. We said what we needed to say. Um, that Tampa Bay defense got just enough pressure on Aaron Rodgers to make his life miserable and get things done. The Packers defense did show up. But Aaron Rodgers wasn't the Aaron, Aaron Rodgers we're used to. He was more discount double check. Then Jake from State Farm discount 
Yeah. Hey, he didn't get that Rogers right. <laughs> he didn't get it all season or on TV. But uh, the crazy thing is, for those of you at home, you're going to have to watch Tom Brady in another Super Bowl. Ten, right? In you're 10 ready. out of 21 seasons, Tom Brady, has that he's been healthy, he's been in the Super Bowl. He's got a better chance of making the Super Bowl than Steph Curry has of hitting a three-point shot. Yeah. Can we talk about somebody else now? I want to talk about Tom Brady. Is it because you're upset that he is playing for the wrong team in your mind? No, I think Bill Belichick is upset. He's playing for the wrong team. <laughs> Belichick's probably furious. He's like, we could have at least had 11 wins in this division with you, Brady. Why'd you leave? And he's like, oh, wait, I was easy. the one that was supposed to pay him. Shit. <laughs> but um, right. you hear about the straight bet? Someone had a straight bet this season about Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers, about Brady going to the NF- NFC Conference Championship game and the Super Bowl. He put down $11,000. So far, he's made $400,000 with another 200000 on the way if he wins the Super Bowl. So, uh, I hope he loses. He's fight, he is literally fighting sixty to one odds that you know from based upon the start of the season to get that. So good for him. I mean, make him money. I, mean, I, ain't, dude, I ain't worried about that. <laughs> all right, so we talked about the goat Brady. Let's talk about somebody else. I don't talk about him no more. Uh, Antonio Brown will be back for the Super Bowl, and the craziest thing is, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are in the Super Bowl. And the Steelers are sitting at home. The Steelers are sitting at home. Oh. And Big Ben talking about he want to come back next year, don't care what his pay is. Why? That's what he is he trying to make sure he doesn't go in the Hall of Fame? He's going in the Hall of Fame. That's, that's a His gimme. stats are horrible. He's going in the Hall of Fame. But I don't know He's why. He's like he Eli Manning, back. but like a, like 50 yards better a game. That's it. Maybe. He can't, he's not beating Kansas City. Shit, you, you got to worry about Cleveland and Baltimore. Go ahead and retire, dude. Yeah. You're done. Retire before All you damage your legacy even further. I mean, I thought the want. bathroom incident would have ruined him, but clearly people Shit. have a short-term memory on that. Which one? <laughs> Good. That was in Some of Georgia. us don't forget. That was in Georgia, by the way. Stay away from Georgia bathrooms, y'all. Things get treacherous. Yeah, especially in Midtown, because you know, <laughs> you don't know what you'll find in there. Mm-mm. Don't ask questions. Don't look. Just mind your business. <laughs> do you have any predictions you want to get out this week pertaining to the Super Bowl, or would you like to do more of an in-depth Super Bowl recap for next week's show? I just got one thing to say. Go Kansas City. I will be taking Tampa in this game. I don't care. You're just a Brady fan. That's all it is. I'm grateful for all the years of success that he gave my franchise. I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to be petty. I'm thankful for what he did. I hope he gets it. Because if this ruins the Mahomes Mahomes narrative, I'm here for it. I just don't want the Bucs to get two titles because then we'll be two behind them and one behind the Saints. So Tampa Bay would be the best team in your conference if they win this one. Yeah, by, like by all championship. time. And they're the by newest. By championships, yes. By championships, yes. Are they newer than the Panthers or the Panthers? The Panthers are the newest. The Panthers are the newest, and yet Tampa Bay has had the most success because they're the second newest. That's yeah, everybody has everybody's been to a Super Bowl. Everybody we've been to two. Tampa's going to two now. Yeah, because Carolina got beat by us. You got beat yep. by us. And Denver. Elway's last game. Elway. We weren't you ran into Elway. some bad quarterbacks, dude. <laughs> Bruh. We, and we had to beat the Vikings with Randy Moss and Chris Carter. We beat them in the NFC Championship game. Just you know to lose. We ran into Terrell and Elway. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. I think they were like 14-2, and 15-1, and, and they were just beat, beating everybody. And we just come along. Our star safety gets arrested. Because he was soliciting prostitution. I mean, it was just... Why would you do that the week of the Super Bowl? And his wife was there with him. You, hey, That's a special kind of down. stupid. Write this down. Look up Eugene Robinson. Is Look the up the E-U for Gene? E-U-G-E-N-E. Oh, that's 
That's bad. Read that story. Oh my God. Uh, our start our and he had like he got man of the year for the NFL that year. <laughs> oh <laughs> no. Oh the PR tragedy. It's like how do you recover yep. from that? No, I yep, just read the story, dude. It was I was in once we found that, I was like, All right then, I guess we're gonna lose. Cause you need your best safety when you're playing that way. Shit. Well, while we're talking about absolute tragedies and horrible decisions, let's talk about the Houston Texans quarterback because we'll get our Super Bowl no, stuff no. in next he's week. No longer, he's no longer their quarterback. He is asked to be traded. He's still on the team. No, he ain't going to play. So I believe you said you had some information for me on potential trade suitors pertaining to the Houston Texans for Deshaun yep. Watson, top five and quarterback this, this, in this league. Yes, easily. They've also linked him to the Falcons, which... Is stupid. Come on now. You guys do I, not have would, the cap space for it. And to get him, we would... He's like, what, $35 million this year? $40 million, Something ridiculous? He's worth more than Matt Ryan's contract. So, what are we going to do with all that? Okay. You can't. Let's, <laughs> let's just stop that. We're not, we're not going to get a top one of these top quarterbacks to sit out. He's not coming here. Nope. We don't have the room. I'm, I would like him because I think he's better than Ryan at this point in his career. Yeah. Ryan's longer than two. But it's not going to work, so just cut it out. So what I want to do, I got this from a guy named Bill Barnwell. He's Over at ESPN. ESPN Plus. Plus. Which I'm still so, mad at. I'm so fucking mad at ESPN Plus. Right. They give you, like, one thing, and you try to read something else, and it's just gone. No. I bought the McGregor-Poirier fight. And it wouldn't oh. let me get in to watch the pay-per-view for UFC. Oh, really? Yeah, the whole ESPN Plus and Disney Plus crashed. And I was about to pirate that shit, so I just had to wait and find out the results. I paid 70 bucks to watch nothing. You paid 70 bucks to hear him get knocked out. He, he got slept. He got slept good, but that's what happens when you take a year out of a fight game and then try and come back against one of the top dogs. But all right, back to, your, back to you. All right, back to this. So I'll, I'll tell you the thing. And I want you to tell me if you would accept or decline. And then So I'm playing GM for the teams that you suggest. I am you'll be the GM for the Texans. I'll be the GM for the other team. Since I'm coming to you to get Deshaun. Okay. Okay, so first team we're gonna do is the Broncos. All right. What we're wanting from you is of course Deshaun and your twenty twenty two fourth round draft pick okay okay that's asking a lot what do you got for me this is what we're giving you the ninth overall pick the 40th overall pick our 2022nd first round pick our 2023rd second round pick wide receiver tim patrick and our qb drew lock I would decline your trade okay. Uh, simply on the basis that Tim Patrick, who, who is this man? I don't know. Has he done anything in this league that I care about? I don't think so. And Drew Locke is not the face of a franchise. But I think we're discovering. Just, he could be the placeholder. I don't need a placeholder. I have Deshaun freaking Watson. I can deny his trade not, all the live long he day. Does not wanna, he does not want to play for this organization, which is understandable because they're a shit show. They are. A sh- my organization, as I'm the GM okay. apparently for this role, no. I like so the, this I like is a the, big no. I like the draft pick capital. I don't like the players you're trying to give me. Okay, so if we took off why receive would that be better i mean it's another person if you replace tim patrick with jerry judy we're talking no okay we're not we're that's that's a no on my part next so we're just hey all right phone calls that one's that one's done all right the next team is the carolina panthers Ooh, you want me to come to your division what's up so what I'm off what you what I want from you is of course Deshaun Watson, your 2022 third round draft pick, your 2023 fourth round draft pick, 
Okay? This is what I give you. The eighth overall pick. The 39th overall pick. My 2022 first round pick. And my 2023 first round pick. Along with Teddy Bridgewater. So you're offering me three firsts, a high-end second pick Mm -hmm. for Deshaun, a a third, and a fourth. So basically, we switched 2022 picks. We switched 2022 first-round picks. I thought you were offering me a third-rounder in 2022. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. 2023. So, yeah. So I get a third and a fourth. You get three firsts and a high two and Teddy. I would decline on the basis of Bridgewater's contract. That is a four-year deal with an average quarterback. I'm not going to pay big dollars for a backup quarterback with that draft capital. I will be stuck in quarterback purgatory. Not if you restructure. I will be like the Philadelphia Eagles with Carson Wentz. Bridgewater is better than him by far. You could always restructure. Your team isn't worth shit right now. You don't have a defense because J.J. is going to leave. So you are in 100% rebuild mode. So that's three first-round picks and a high-end two in this draft, which we can say is loaded with a lot of skilled players. You can get your running back, your wide receiver, and your lineman. Or defense, however you want to do it. With I'm already overpaying picks. David Johnson. I don't want to overpay Teddy Bridgewater. Hey, read Whitney Merciless is also overpaid while we're talking about it. So this is a no. This is a no based on capital because they don't have. We do not have a lot of finances available to cover this, even with okay. Deshaun leaving. Okay. I saved the last two because this is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start? Do you want to go to New England yeah, yeah. or do you want to go uh-uh. to the Jets? We're going to the Jets, my man. J-E-T-S. In division, Rob. We get Deshaun and your 2022nd sixth round pick. We give you the number two this year, the number 23 this year, and a 2022 first round pick for Deshaun. So to that, I'm saying hell yes. I would do that. <laughs> I would do that. Because while everyone is hyped about the new shiny rookie quarterbacks coming in, I'm getting a proven commodity in Deshaun Watson who has said he wants to come play for my organization, which will have a new mentality, under Robert Sala, my personal hire. And you give me two first-round picks this year plus a first-rounder next year to play that with, and is- I only have to give you a sixth? And I have That's plenty of cap room for free agency. And this there's is a tons guarantee. of big wide receivers available. I'm in. These two first round picks are two guaranteed starters this year. You could go, who would you pick with that second pick? Because now it ain't Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. Yup, everything is going to change. Would you take Chase? Would you take Dev- uh, Devontae? Are you taking a lineman? They what are you linebackers. doing? Mika Parson. Hey, stop that. Hey. This is the world we live in. They were on a 3-4. They need a new young outside linebacker to replace Merciless when he gets cut because he's overhyped and overpaid. So, yeah, I'm going to take it. I would take that if I was the Jets. Because I can still get a good wide receiver over at the 23rd overall pick. I'm good. You can. You might not get, you know, the elite, right, shiny out the box. You know, hey, might make the Pro Bowl his first year. But you'll get you somebody because you need you let Robbie Anderson leave, so you need a wide receiver. Yeah, I I need somebody. Okay, all right, and the juicy one, the New England Bill Belichick's <sighs> discount <laughs> Belichick. So we would get Deshaun, your tight end, Kay- Kaylee Warren, Kahale Warren, Kahale Warren. And a 2022 sixth-round pick. We would give you the 15th overall. Our third-round comp pick. A 2022nd first. And a 2023 second. Along with J.C. Jackson, our cornerback. And (laughs) Harry, your wide receiver. 
I do would honestly okay, both as a GM for the Texans in this role, and as far as actual fair market value and not being one of those fans for my team, the Patriots would get a steal in this. But as a Texans GM, I am just hanging up the phone. This offer is trash. Because Nikhil Harry is so overhyped. J.C. Jackson's a great corner. But unless you're getting at least three first-rounders for Deshaun Watson, you are not doing fair market value. If the Patriots come with three first-round picks for the next three years plus J.C. Jackson, done. See, but I a third rounder, a first, a first, and a second? No, no, first rounders, baby. I, so, yeah, I'm all I about fair market value, players. and I don't want to be one of those Patriot fans that's just trying to get my team juiced. I would love like, Deshaun yes, Watson yes. to play for my team. We have the cap room to make it happen, but we're not going to pull the trigger. So, if you're a Patriots fan, you're listening to this. Don't get hyped. So, surprisingly, the only trade you would accept is to your rival, the Jets. It's the best trade available. That is what I can say for it. I would hate seeing him in division, but he's a great player and he deserves oh, better Bills, than what he's got. The Bills would hate seeing him in division. Watson versus Josh Allen, though, two times a year is must-see TV. Yeah. So I'm down for that. Okay, so we can trash that because we'll just put that out the way over there and we'll just hang up the Jets because they're the winners. All right. Good job, GM. I thought being unbiased suited me in this role. Uh, that's why I wanted to see what you were going to say about the Patriots. Because I looked at it as like, I had to look up who those players were. I was like, J.C. Jackson's Harry? a great corner. He is, but the Harry, I was Yeah, if we had a better wide receiver, give it to him. Or I mean, like, look, hell, give them Sony Michelle. Damian Harris from Alabama is still a stud. Michelle's already looking like he's seeing the wear and tear from year one and year two. Which not that's not a good sign for running backs. Whatever, whatever. Look, he's a great Georgia running back, and you guys are running back you. But God, you you got to use them in the first five years. After that, they start to decline. I know, that's and we draft one. a rookie running back in the fourth round every year, and then they produce, and then Belichick gets rid of them after a while. James White's the only holdover along with Burkhead. What was that? No, it was the other one. What was the other one y'all had? The little black guy. Oh, what was his name? Uh, Kevin Falk. He would. Yes. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Falk was a do-it-all running I love back. that dude. Class act, great player, just did everything you asked him he, to do. He reminded me of Warwick Dunn every time I saw him on the field. I was like, yep, I like that dude. I don't remember if I had him as a kick returner or my running back for my Patriots all-time team. He made the squad. He, okay. He's right. one of them dudes. Speaking of all-time teams, you start because, as I said, I'm still undecided <laughs> on this quarterback conundrum that I'm going through. Because what I'm going to say about this squad is, before I even like jump into anything, their defense... Oh, it's killing everybody. It is elite. This offense... Why? Mm-mm. What happened? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. their quarterback I knew it, position... I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. I got, I got screwed on the quarterback position because I already agreed not to put Brady in. Because his touchdown to interception ratio was the best in franchise history... He don't add all the stats. Uh, he's the only quarterback, you know, to have winning numbers. Every quarterback in their franchise's history has a losing record with this team. I know. Other than Tom Brady, <laughs> which I is know. so sad. But for the sake of conversation, I went with quarterback Doug Williams. Yeah. Way back in the day. Dual threat quarterback. He was a good team leader. He was he had a great arm. Um, it was either him or uh, Brad Johnson. First the, black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. The crazy thing is that uh, that Brad Johnson was white. No, Doug Williams. Oh, okay, Doug Williams. I was saying, like, what? But, uh, what is wrong with you? I got the Buccaneers <laughs> Super Bowls mixed up because Doug Johnson was the one that won that Super Bowl the year that uh, Janet Jackson had her moment. Way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. them running backs. I, I know one. I know. I might know both. Uh, one of the running backs played in between '81 and '89. James Wilder Sr. Yep. Team leader that in rushing cool. yards at just 43 yards under 6,000. That's cool. And then the other running back played from 1996 to 2006. And he could have easily been a fullback, 
Mike Allstott. Yep. Second in yards, first in touchdowns for franchise. Technically, he was a fullback. He just got a lot of carries. <laughs> a he lot put, of he carries. was technically a fullback that was in the right because they was always on the field. Always. That's back then when you had a fullback, so he he would line up either one, but he was technically a, a fullback. Back when the I formation was a popular thing, we didn't have this pistol formation thing going on. Don't remind me of that. And then uh, wide receiver Mike Evans. Team franchise leader in everything receiving. Which is ridiculous. Because he's only played eight years. And their other <laughs> wide receiver, Mark Carrier. Yep. 5,000 yards receiving, 27 touchdowns. That's not a lot. For their tight end, played between 1978 and 1986, Jimmy Giles. <laughs> 4,300 yards and 34 touchdowns. Pretty good stats considering the era he played in, but... He only played for that team Man. eight years. This offense, this offense is not looking good. But their oh. line's not much better. The, I know. I know their line. The left tackle, Paul Gruber. Yep. 12-year career, started 183 games. He was an Ironman at tackle. Good for him. Uh, left guard, Davin Joseph, two-time Pro Bowler. Uh, yep. Center was Tony Mayberry. He was a three-time Pro Bowler. Right guard was Logan Makins. He only made the Pro Bowl once. So that's how bad was, this line was. He was very underrated down here. Very. Lo- Logan Makins was a beast in New England, and we let him walk, and then he still had a good career outside of New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, right tackle, Donald Penn. He's yep. still around the league somewhere. One-time Pro Bowler. But now we're going to get into where this team will just destroy people. Starting at defensive end, I didn't even list his stats because I just have to say his name. Simeon Rice. Good luck. Good luck with that. Then, going to another Hall of Famer at D-Tackle, Warren Sapp. Loves prostitutes. All-time sack leader for the Buccaneers. Here's the 1999 Defensive Player of the Year for the entire NFL. The other and defensive... one, of the, one of the ugliest touchdown dances of all time. <sighs> Fun fact. Of, ever. And then between 2010 and 2018, Defensive Tackle, Gerald McCoy. Yep. Six-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro, third in team sack history from the defensive tackle position. Mm-hmm. And then you got Hall, rounding out the line, Hall of Famer, defensive end, Leroy Selman. That's an old name. Six-time Pro Bowler, defensive player of the year in 1979. He was the team's first overall draft pick, period. Yep. Started for the team, retired for the team. He was a team guy through and through. Starting at linebacker, we have another Hall of Famer, Derek Brooks. Pretty much all of them. Pretty much their defense is Hall of Fame. Leader in tackles and forced fumbles. He's fifth in team history in INTs, which is interceptions for those that don't know. Starting at middle linebacker, he's still playing for them on their Super Bowl squad. Levante David. First in tackles for a loss. He's third in team tackles all time. Give him two more years, he'll be number one. And then at right outside linebacker, Hardy Nickerson. Five-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, and in 1993 had a ludicrous season with 214 tackles. Hey, man, that front seven is nasty. That front seven is nasty. <laughs> Starting at corner, you got Rondé Baba. Yep. Five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, team's interception leader all-time. The better of the two Barber brothers. Yep, the other Barber brother plays running back for the New York Football Giants. Then the other cornerback played before them between 1996 and 2001, Donnie Abraham. Oh, I forgot about him. 31 picks, second all-time for the franchise. At free safety, this is probably their only weak spot on defense because he made one Pro Bowl. Wayne Haiti back in 1990. He was all right. And then you go to the other Hall of Famer, who is now the general manager for the San Francisco 49ers, John Lynch, nine-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. Dangerous hey, fucking defense. Fun fact. Near Lynch's end, well, near his end of his Tampa Bay career, he came against my Falcons, and our fullback slash running back, T.J. Duckett, he tried to go head up with him, and T.J. put his cleats in his chest and walked him down. 
TJ Duckett was not a small said, running back, though. He was a Lynch, bowling ball Lynch, of a man. Lynch came in like this, and then you saw this and a cleat. <laughs> he was like, oh, shit. Ah. That was the only highlight we had for like the entire year. But T.J. Duckett yeah, was a bowling ball of a man at running back. He should have played fullback, but there was no such he thing. He was listed as a fullback. He yeah. was a fullback. He was a fullback yeah. who got listed in, in Madden as running back. He let me because the backfield was Vic, Duckett, and Dunn. That was our back. Warwick Dunn was one of the classiest human beings to ever come through this league. That was anyone disrespects that man, I will fight for that. Because that they used to call that backfield DVD. That's what it was. Hmm. DVDs. Can't wait till we get a backfield that's called Blu-ray. I mean, they didn't do shit for us, but all right. Yeah. All right. Going to our special teams. We got kicker mm-hmm. between 1999 and 2004, Martin Gramatica. Team's all-time scoring leader. Isn't that the one that blew out his ACL jumping after he hit a field goal? Yeah. I think that was. I think that was Gramatica. Uh, punter is Josh Bidwell. Yeah. Their kicker is kick returner, I should say, is Carl Williams, two thousand kick return yards. He has five kick return touchdowns. Which is very impressive considering like the all time total is like seven by Hester. And of course, as their coach, Tony Dungy. Of course. I'm not it's, putting John Gurd on that squad. You cannot because no. that was that was Tony Dungy's squad. No. Nope. He built that team. It was literally Dungy, and he never gets any credit for it. I almost considered Bruce Arians, but one season is not enough to do what uh, Dungy did. Dungy built that organization. Yeah, he made them relevant because they weren't relevant. And Dungy is one of the classiest dudes, and he's got a book out there that's an incredible read. Talks about like the passing of his son and all that stuff. But anyway, yeah. enough about that. I'm not getting paid to talk about that. Hit me with your Green Bay Cheesehead Packers. Do I have to still do a quarterback? Can I, like, just no, wait? No, you have to do quarterback. <laughs> you, you have to do a quarterback. And you thought I was gifting you here. This is the only problem I had. I have, like, every other every other position, not a problem. But a based upon what you told me about one of the individuals, his career is probably better than Tom Brady's. But because so, we switched right. what the league was at the time, Brady all right, gets so all the hype. This might piss a lot of people off. I'm telling you now, it was only between two people, and it's not Brett Favre. Just throw him out the Team's way. all-time interception. Well, the league's all-time interception yeah. leader, just With, for those who nah, don't know. Nah, it was either Aaron Rodgers or Bart Starr. Those are your only two choices. Bart Superstar. And I got to go. I got to go Bart Starr. I completely agree. Based upon the it's, stats you listed for me, like, prior to getting going. Now, look, this is nothing against Aaron Rodgers because he owns, like, eight NFL records. But it's also the league is a more passing league, and that's what it is. You can barely touch the quarterback. Bart Starr played in the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, where it was more physical. He has seven championships. Five NFL, because, you know, the NFL, you know, they, the Packers were beating everybody the first couple of years. And then he got two Super Bowl champions. So he already got more Super Bowl champions and Super Bowl MVPs. He got two Super Bowl MVPs than Aaron Rodgers. Because nobody talks about how damn good he was because he was coached by Lombardi, right? Yes. Yes. We'll get to him later. He was also an NFL MVP. He was an NFL rating lead, uh, ratings leader five times. He's on the $60 decade team. Hall of Fame, number retired. He's in the Green Bay Ring of Honor. And this is where uh, multiple Pro Bowls are all pro, just like Rodgers. But Bart Starr, five-time NFL ratings leader. Can't say that about Aaron. He did have an NFL completion percentage. Yeah, the quarterback in the room is solid, though. You put any of those three quarterbacks you listed on just about any squad – they're at least getting consideration. Be. It's just Green Bay is such a historic franchise at that position, especially of late. I understand Rodgers got the passer rating in the season, fast QB. Probably he's short on MVPs, right? Because he has two. Yeah, How many Bart Starr got? Uh, he's got one. Bart Starr only has one. Yes. 
Oh, well, so Rodgers got one more thing, but still pass-happening league. Quarterbacks always get it. Derrick Henry should have gotten it this year. We have talked about that at length. He should have, yes. I'm like saying, his Aaron Rodgers has the stats, but Barstar has the bling, the championships. All everyone cares about the end of the day is who's got the bling, baby. And seven to one, seven to one. He's like Tony Romo with one Super Bowl ring. It's like Aikman and Romo. Everyone taking Aikman. Romo's got Romo better had, stats. Romo but, got uh, better stats. Romo's got no rings. Aikman's got three. So, and Aikman played against, you know, your boy, Montana, and he played against Young. So <laughs> He played against a lot of people. That so NFC was loaded. I got I to gotta go with Bart Starr. And I believe you That's made the correct me. decision. That's just me. I know a lot of the young people going to be like, oh, Roger, I understand that. Look, I'm young, that. and I'm still not foolish enough to make that decision. I mean, either you can't, you really can't go wrong with either one. Rogers will star, but for me, tougher times to play in was star. All right, hit me with the rest of that squad. All right, so running back, going back into the 50s, because this is really, I had to dig for this. Paul Horning. <laughs> Ask him how he's feeling. I mean, hey. <laughs> it's all in the name, baby. Hall of Fame. All, most of these people are Hall of Fame. You got um, other running back is Jim Taylor, multiple NFL champion, rushing leader, touchdown leader, 60s all decade team. Didn't have 10,000 yards rushing, hmm. which is amazing. But he had 4.2, 4.4 yards per carry and 84 touchdowns. So he it, it, had a good career. Uh, wide receiver. <sighs> got to go all the way back to the beginning of time with Don Hudson. Way back in the day. <laughs> there were no gloves back in the day. It was all bare hand. Let, let me tell you why he's on. He was on the 50th, the 75th, and the 100th all-anniversary team. No, Don Hudson was a great player. I'm not knocking that. 30s all decades. You have to know the game to know who Don Hudson is. If you say that to a casual fan, they'll be like, who? Yeah. <laughs> all right, and my other wide receiver I had to put him on here was Sterling Sharp. At wide Just receiver? Because, yes. Wow. Yes. 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 He was a tight end and you know it. <laughs> but where did he line up? He lined Travis up Kelsey lines outside. up in at the wide receiver position. So you're saying I could have stolen him for my make my Chief squad better? If Cuz then I could have had Kelsey and Tony Gonzalez. Oh god. All right, you anyway, back think, way. You didn't think outside the box like I did because I looked at his line where he lined up in percentages, and it was damn near even. So it's either or. Just like I took the guy who played all five positions on my line. Yeah, player. You'll get there. I'll give you a golf clap. I'll give you a golf clap. Well done. Look, he was the NFL Triple Crown leader. Did you know that? I did not actually know that. That's impressive so, as shit. <laughs> and for those who don't know what the Triple Crown is in football, that's yards, touchdowns, and receptions. He led the league in – all of that in 92. A year before I was even a thought. So, yes, he's my wide receiver. Okay. Because I didn't have a really another wide receiver to use. So, I, I, when I did you that, You didn't even want to put Devontae team. on here? No. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Tight end? Yeah, still too new. Uh, Paul Kaufman, 1978 to 1985. Three Pro Bowls, Green Bay Hall of Fame. Uh, see, I would have swapped... Sterling there, and then put Devontae over that guy, but okay. Your call. Your team. He he was a blocking tight end. I need that. No, was the line that bad? Uh, No, I mean, it was okay. No, it was a solid line, but you got to think of who my running backs are. It's Paul Horning. I have a running squad, dude. Yes. (laughs) Give me a blocking tight end (laughs) to catch one of them backs that come around that corner trying to get in. That's what I'm taking. So you got to think about it. Did the team right. mold? Okay. All right, let's go with. I'm gonna go with my tackles. My right tackle is Forrest Gregg. Played in '56 with him, and then came back '58 to '70 to end his career. '75th and 100th anniversary team, '60s All Decade team, multiple championships. Uh, then I got to go all the way back to the '20s <laughs> for Cal Hubbard. Wow. 50th, 75th, and 100th anniversary team. 
Twenty dollar decade team. I was gonna feel some kind of way that Bakhtiari is not on the team. Then you listed his accolades, mm-hmm. and I forgot just how damn mm-hmm. good that guy was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. And that's not all. He got multiple championships. <laughs> all of the rings. So now let's do my guards. Right guard, I'm gonna have. I'm just telling you know most of them are old school. I don't have too many new guys on here. Because it's such school, an old ass franchise that's been that good. Yeah. If you if you don't listen to them, look at them first. Five Super Bowls, they won first five NFL championships they won. They were solid. So at right guard, I got Jerry Kramer. Multiple Super Bowl. He had two Super Bowl champs, five NFL champions. Guess who he played with? Star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Six, multiple 60s all-decade team, multiple other accolades. And then I got to go back to the 20s on one of their first championships, Mike Milisaki. That's a 20 all-decade. 20 all decade team, seven all pro, Hall of Fame, and three time NFL champ. Hmm. <coughs> so, you see, it's, it's, it's a solid line. It's not a lot of big names. Who do you got at center? Older. Uh, center is Jim Ringo from 53 to 73. Uh, Ringo. 63. Multiple Pro Bowls, all decade team for his, um, for the 60s. So, let's whip into this. So the running backs are the weakness of that team. I wouldn't call Horning a weakness. I would call Taylor would probably be a weak one, but I would think Horning could run with anybody. I'm just saying Bart Starr should probably be the strength of that team. You know him and Sharp are going to have a fun time of it. Yes. So, all right, let's go to D. Let's do my defensive ends because I like my defense. Oh, I know who one of them is, and he's one of the best to ever do it. Oh, that's a – you just say Reggie White. Let's throw him out there because Reggie was that I. freaking dude. Any franchise he, would have traded anybody to have him anybody. on that squad. Yeah, so yeah, he got so many championships, so many accolades. You, you don't need to listen to me, just Reggie. Reggie White. And on the other side, I'm going to have Willie Davis. Played for nine years. Hmm. Hall of Fame, all-decade team for, his, uh, for the 60s. Multiple championships. So... All right, let's go with my, my tackles, my two tackles. Going to go Henry Jordan, 59 and 69, of course. Okay. Solid. All these Hall of Famers. And then a more recent one, Gilbert Brown. Hmm. I forgot he played for them. Yeah, so both, he, he helped Rogers get a Super Bowl. Hmm. <sighs> Had seven sacks. He was, and the reason I got him on there, he was one of the few members. He was on the defense that only allowed – 19 touchdowns back in 1996. They That's only allowed 19 as touchdowns. Shit. And he was one of the main reasons. All right. Did you say he helped Rodgers win a Super Bowl? Do you mean Favre? Yeah, he, yes, Favre. I'm sorry. Okay. Like, that's why uh, I got all perplexed there. I'm like, Favre was there first. So. It's like BJ Raji was the defensive tackle who helped Rodgers get yeah. a Super Bowl. I wanted to put him on a team, but. There's no room for Raji. His dance moves were amazing for a fat guy. The the smile he, he had whenever he sacked somebody. Yeah, it was infectious. You just see that big man smile, and you just you know your piece. Oh, your internet. Oh no, we were so close. We we're just gonna wait till oh, the internet comes. You're back. back. Yay! Internet suckage is back. Hit me with All your right, linebackers while the internet holds. All right, uh, we're going outside. We're gonna have John Anderson. 78 to 89. He's their all-time leader in tackles and has 25 interceptions. Kind of have to put him on there. <laughs> he got to be on there. Uh, the, the, other si- the other outside is, of course, Clay Matthews. You cannot have him. You can't say Green Bay and not say Clay Matthews. And their middle linebacker, all-time great, Ray Nitschke. Oh, yes. One of the greatest middle linebackers to play. Uh, yeah. All right, cornerbacks, let's go with of course, Charles Woodson. Oh, yeah. yeah great mean, coming out of Michigan. Great in the league. And my other side, we're going to go Herb Adderley, 61-69. Hall of Fame in numbers. Got four, I think he leads him in interception with 48 interceptions. I mean, or he's close to it. Um, safety, Willie Wood. Willie got, you got some wood and you got some horny players on your team. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you about Willie. Willie Wood. This is why I say athletes today are, are softer. In 12 years, did not miss one game as a safety. 
Not I'm, one game. I'm pretty sure Ed Reed and Paula Malu could probably have that, but they're also have, you're comparing them to Hall of Famers from nowadays. Ed Reed also missed some games because he did get hurt. So, so it's just he did. no. Paula Malu did get hurt too. Paula Malu tore Paul his, Malu a, his ACL. ACL, and he hurt his neck. Yeah, there's a reason he's doing them commercials. So yeah, he's he's in the Hall of Fame also, multiple championships, NFL and Super Bowl, and he's the NFL interceptions leader. Which hmm. you should be if you don't miss a game in 12 years. Mr. Reliable. My other one is Leroy Butler. You should know him. Mm-hmm. 90 to 01. Super Bowl champ. A lot of accolades. 90 to all decade team. Very, very solid safety. All right. Punter, Craig Heinrich. Hmm. Okay. 93 to 97, whatever. Kicker is Ryan Longwell, of course. 83% on field goals. Oh, yeah. Super reliable. Yeah. Uh, my punt returner is Travis Wilson. He set the NFL season single kick return average at 41.1 yards. And, I mean, that's just. Back when they believed in the all, kick return. Get me back to almost midfield. Your offense should score. Sure. At least and three course, every time. The, and, of course, the coach, Fancy Lombardi. Not arguing that. <laughs> it's you, you. It's nobody else. Because so. people are like, "Oh, Holmgren." What? what, what? Nah, bro. <laughs> no, nah, no, you better no. understand. Vince Lombardi was the standard for coaches. What about Mike McCarthy? Nah, bro. <laughs> he can't even coach the Cowboys. Uh, Bring back Jason Garrett. No, keep him unemployed. Just kidding. Keep him with the Giants, where he'll do nothing. All right. Keep with the Giants. Keep so. With the Giants. I, I chose last week. Oh, it we got to rate these. Oh, yeah, we got to rate, rate these. I almost jumped the gun there. That Packer squad is top five. I would say they're, they're still below the Falcons. Just because... I, would, I put them above the Falcons. Barsar is clearly a better quarterback, and their defense is better than what you assembled. You know what? Yeah, let's go that Packers. Yeah, just above you guys, but it's not like it's a world of difference. It's yeah. like a three point game where they just come out ahead because I, Bart Starr. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I think Tommy Nobles destroyed Bart Starr, but that's just me. And I love Nobles, who should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm gonna say that every single time. But also, the gap in coaching in that game would just be otherworldly. Yeah, because yeah. it's Lombardi. The trophy's named after the man. I know. All right, and where do we put these books? How far down do we go? <laughs> like, hit me with the list. Hit me with the pressure. Right. Now that we got the Packers slotted. Patriots, Cowboys, Rams, Packers, Falcons, Chiefs, Bears, Vikings, Giants, Seahawks. I don't think I need to go lower than that. And then it's the Anks, Dolphins, Jets. I don't think I need to go that I feel like they fit in at nine. Feel like they are better than the so, New York Football Giants. You put them below the, just below the Vikings. Just below the Vikings. I think the Vikings wide receivers are a problem, and their I defense would, is not. I would, would take out that them, offense. I would actually. Fuck. I'm saying the Vikings defense takes out the Buccaneers offense, and all of the Buccaneers defense is elite and should be considered a top five defense all time. Yeah, but the Buccaneers defense would I think they could handle that Vikings offense. Carter and Moss and all day? Yeah. Who'd you have at quarterback for them? For who? For the Vikings. Shit, I don't remember. Oh, Fran Tarkenton. Yeah, Tarkenton. Yeah. There we go. That's your job to remember stuff. Of course. <laughs> Alright, you know what? Just just for kicks and giggles, I'll put them under the Vikings. And above the Giants. Because that Giants squad ain't bad, but it ain't better than the Buccaneers squad. All right. But it is, it is your week. It is time to shine. Because we're, what, halfway through the league now? We're at yeah, 16? Sure, we'll yeah, we can do that. So. For your squad, we're going to do shenanigans. We're always doing shenanigans when you're involved. You approve of all shenanigans. You have to do 
the Cleveland Browns, but nobody on the Raven squad. Cleveland. Not the old. I want the the Browns. So after the split. Yes. So. So I can't do like Jim Brown. Well, no, because he was a Brown, so you can do him. But I'm thinking more like you know the '90s Cleveland team that became Baltimore. Ray Lewis and all his folks, Terrell Suggs and all his folks. T Sizzle put some respect on. They made they named in Baltimore, not Cleveland. So you could not use them rates. All of the shenanigans. But you could use the new one, so you can have your Baker Mayfield. <laughs> if he makes that squad, I'd be so embarrassed. But they've been through so many quarterbacks for so many reasons. He will make that squad. Johnny Manziel, baby. Josh McCown. Did you see all that meme about him? Like, his daughter's friends needed like yes. bring a jersey thing, and one of the and jerseys was spelled wrong. <laughs> No, she didn't have enough friends for all of his jerseys. <laughs> they were like three short. For everyone at home, that just means he was a journeyman quarterback. Applied his trade wherever was, anybody would pay him. That means that people thought that he would help their team somehow. Yep, and he I did. Wish so I good could, for him. I wish I could do that. Shit, I would hold a clipboard for 750000 a year. Damn. Hey, hey, let me tell you what I saw. Try this all day long. And now he want to be a coach? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, about that. What kind of BS you giving me, homeboy? Since you have decided to stick me with this level of mediocrity, I'm going to stick with that theme. I know you are. You are going to go to the city of wasted careers. We are getting jets. Detroit Lions. I know Barry and Calvin are locks. Everything else, have fun. I don't have a running back. Can I draft a running back this year? No. No? It's just Barry. Right. Barry is your running back. That's it. That's all we got. Yeah. Barry has to do both jobs. He has all to right. pass, I'm protect, to and run. Now, I'm telling you now that Lions squad is going to be near the bottom because they don't have an offensive line. Watch you be wonderfully surprised. Nah. Nah. I watched them. Mm-mm. Mm. Well, Mm-mm. you suck me with mediocrity. I figure the least I can do is return the favor. Accept this challenge. I'm pretty sure both our squads will be awful. They'll probably, they'll, yeah, they'll be. They'll be like 15, 10 Hall of Famers combined between both squads and be the. That's it. That's a wrap, folks. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for checking it out. Mm. With in, with that, do you have any final thoughts for this evening's show slash podcast? Go Chiefs. Tom Brady, go win number seven, baby. Go Chiefs. And also, Chad Wheeler, you're a moron. I can't, I can't say it enough. Hey, let's not talk about that. I don't. Two, every time I think about that, you just get riled up. Yeah, we. That's that's a whole another two hour talk. You don't want that. My apologies mm-hmm. for being a trigger, mm-hmm. Grony Geeks. Be sure to check out Trendy LED Products. Use promo code Grony Geeks to get twenty five percent off your order. They have masks. They got lamps. They got some cool stuff pertaining to gaming. Be sure to check them out. Be sure to throw them some love. Also, throw out some love to Legacy LLC Technologies for our buddy and Yeti, who will not be named. Be sure to check out what he's got going on if you, for your home improvement needs pertaining to technology. Check us out on anchor.fm slash geeks with the QR code there. Follow everything out. With that, we are out. Thank you for listening to Grone Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grone Geeks.